Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, it's Growing in Grace indeed. I'm Joel and Mike is over there. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, well, for the last several weeks, man, I've really enjoyed this cap. Just kind of talking about the, the things that we've been talking about, the tithe, giving, and all of these things. Uh, I mentioned, I don't know if it was last week or, or, or whatever, but, you know, how, you know, people hear, oh, they're going to be talking about giving and the defenses go up. And uh, hopefully we've, you know, the, what we've shared has, has been maybe an outlet for you to Look at things differently, and and not have to get your defenses up when it comes to giving. I understand those defenses going up because so many times, when the subject of giving comes up, you can kind of read between the lines. It does seem like they're trying to twist your arm rather than letting it be out of your heart, and so on and so forth. And so we've not been trying to twist anyone's opinions here. <laughs> We're just sharing what we know about what the Bible says about giving and and our own thoughts on the matter. Yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about tithing and uh, some of the misunderstandings about that, especially here under the New Covenant. And as you said, Joel, we'll talk a little bit more about New Covenant giving now. But it is a shame when, when we, because I, I have the same problem sometimes, when giving is brought up, I don't even know if I'm aware of it sometimes, but that defense mechanism kicks in that says, oh no, and it shouldn't be that way for we the believer. It, it just shouldn't under any circumstance. I do understand, like you, uh, how it happens because uh, there's a lot of manipulation going on out there in this man's army, and uh, <laughs> you know. But but also, you know, keep in mind that ministries they need money in order to to do their thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I there's mm -hmm. certainly some ministries probably out there uh, doing some great things, and 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 others maybe not so much. But you know, people still need money, and and I don't want somebody to misunderstand what I'm about to say before we start getting into some of our scriptures here, Joel. I don't want somebody to misunderstand this, but I want to try and make a point. I, I know there's been a lot of manipulation going on sometimes in churches, television evangelists, whatever the case. We don't have to go into all that. We all we all know it exists, but sometimes people don't give because uh, people don't give unless they're asked to. Now. Something that you and I do with this program here, Joel, we just do it on our own time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a passion that we have. We've never asked for any money. Uh, we don't have any plans on doing that. But nobody has ever offered to give us any either. <laughs> but I'll bet you this. I'll bet if we had asked for some, some money to help fund our mission here with Growing in Grace and expand the mission perhaps, if we had asked for it, I'll bet there were, would have been a number of people who would have given. So sometimes... Don't, don't get turned off just because some, somebody with a ministry or associated with a ministry is asking for help. Uh, don't get turned off by that. Uh, so I'm a little concerned sometimes mm -hmm. about these defense mechanisms that do kick in, Joel, but I do understand how they've happened, and, and for the last several weeks we, we talked about some of that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, as has been said, I've heard different people put this in different ways, but, you know, the gospel is free. You know, the, the good news is free of charge. God has done this on our behalf, uh, but it does take a lot of work. It does take a lot of work, and often it takes a lot of money to spread the message. And 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 of course, each ministry, each each 
the way that each person or each group operates is, is going to be different. Uh, but it does cost, you know, it's, it costs us here our time and we're happy to do that. You know, don't get us wrong with that. We, you know, we wouldn't have been doing this for f- over five years if we didn't love doing this, but you know, it does cost money. It takes time, uh, resources and all that to, for various ministries to happen. And, and we'll talk more about grace giving as, as this uh, program goes on and, and we'll see where we get with that. But yeah, definitely we're not saying don't give. Don't just automatically resist when somebody asks uh, you to give because there it could be a very, very good cause. And, uh, you know, check with your heart and, and check with uh, what you know about the ministry and, you know, proceed uh, from there. Uh, before we get into kind of some of the other stuff that we we're going to talk about, I think last week I left off saying that I just, I, in my mind, I had this scenario you know, we we had been talking about the tithe, and of course, the word tithe means ten percent or a tenth, and uh, somehow that that figure gets transferred into the church as if ten percent or a certain percentage is what people are supposed to give when they give. And I just I came up with a scenario. Just I just thought this up. This is just to show that you know I don't think that we can just come up with an arbitrary number like that, you know, a a certain percentage that anybody should give. Let's just say, for example, there's two families. Each of them make $40,000 a year. Let's just, as an example, a random example, uh, this is the income that they bring in. Um, Okay, 10% for each family would be $4,000. Is that right? Is that what each family should give per year? Well, Look at all the circumstances that could be different in each of these families. And I'll just run through uh, some of these things really quickly, Cap. Um, let's just say any of these things could be true of, let's just say, family one. Uh, both of the of the parents work, and so they have daycare expenses. Uh, let's just say uh, the other family, only one of them works, and the other ones at home, they don't have any daycare expenses. One family inherited a house. They don't have a mortgage payment. Another family has a monthly mortgage that they have to pay for. Cap, you've been through this lately, a, a wedding and college. <laughs> Your daughter having got married and uh, college expenses and all that. Let's just say one family has all that stuff going on. Another family has none of that, Just just as an example. Somebody lives in an older house. They've got a lot of repairs. Another person, another family, they have low maintenance cost in their house. One family, both of the parents drive a long distance to get to work. They have those gas expenses. Another family, whether only one person works, he walks half a block to work, or maybe he even works from home, doesn't have those expenses. You, you, you see what I'm getting at. There's so many different activities, circumstances, and conditions, various expenses that could be going on in any of these two different families that you just can't say, all right, both families make the same amount of money, both should give exactly the same percentage or or the same amount. That's really all I wanted to say about that. There's so many different scenarios in life. Uh, You know, when I was a single guy, I had people inviting me over to eat all the time, and so I had less uh, of an expense for food, but yet I still had hardly any money. (laughs) But anyway, if someone would have told me I had to give a certain percent, it just, you know, who... We just can't go around you know, giving out an arbitrary percentage because so many things are different for so many people. Well, and that's why I believe that as we grow in grace, first of all, if people were really taught the true gospel in churches around the world, start with that. And then as we grow in grace, I'm convinced, Joel, that as a whole, the church, meaning we believers, 
would be giving far more. And I'm not just talking dollars here. I'm not just talking money. Mm -hmm. That's a part of it, though. And so let's just focus on that for a minute. There's a lot more to give than just money mm -hmm. uh, and material things. But I'm convinced that the church would be giving, we believers would be giving so much more than what is being taught in the church world with the tithe. I think we're robbing ourselves. We're robbing the lives of others by not teaching grace giving instead of that legalistic stuff. Mm -hmm. Because look, if you've got a, if you if you've got somebody who makes five hundred thousand a year, and they give ten percent at fifty thousand dollars, that leaves them four hundred and fifty thousand dollars left to work with. Somebody else who makes thirty thousand dollars a year and gives three thousand, they've got twenty seven thousand dollars left left to work with. They both gave ten percent. Don't you think that in the big scheme of things that we could see a lot more giving going on overall? if we weren't just tied down to a 10% number and it just becomes more of a, a, a ritual or, or a, a bondage even, a requirement. That's like going back to the, the marriage relationship, Joel, and our relationship with God. With me and my wife, do you think that our, our marriage is going to be better off if somebody had given us a list of rules, commandments, requirements, to live by and follow so that we could have a good marriage? Or do you think that marriage is going to be more successful just based on love and relationship and treating each other with care out of that love and relationship, which is going to work out better? Uh, of course, the love relationship part is. And I think our giving has been so tied up and wrapped up with uh, a legalistic perspective, which has caused people to put up those defense mechanisms and there's been a lot of manipulation going on out there from pulpits, too, some of it well-meaning. But I, I just think if we understood what giving truly was and what God desires and, and even has already supplied us with, what he desires to supply us with and what he has already supplied us with through his grace, once we began to understand that, I think generosity would abound. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and you know, let me uh, also look at another side of that same coin of what you're talking about because let's just say for example and and this is uh this is not necessarily in opposition to what you're saying but it's just another side of of a of the coin in that let's say you do have that family making 500,000 and you've got a, another family making the 30,000 and they've got all these expenses they've got uh, you know their refrigerator breaks you know the roof on their house needs to be fixed their furnace goes out they got medical bills i mean we we just you know we got a daughter who got diagnosed with celiac disease last year our food expenses have gone up because we have to buy special food for her you know let's just say there all these things happen isn't it a great thing that the body of christ in, instead of expecting that family making 30 thousand to give a certain percent wouldn't it be great if the church says you know what that family has a need instead of asking them to give let's give to them let's help this family out you know and so that's that's kind of where i'm coming from with this whole idea of who says that there has to be a certain percent but but definitely if a person is able to give definitely i do believe and again uh not it's not just money here but definitely i do believe that the grace of god that's at work in us as we grow in that grace will cause us to become more generous people again whether that's with our money uh whether it's with our time our res other resources our, our talents i mean there's there's ways that we can give way beyond money but also definitely in including money 
Well, and that's going to lead us into, at least on the next program, lead us into what we had intended to talk about today <laughs> in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. But like I said on a recent pr uh, previous program, Joel, the example you just gave right there, regardless of how much money you have or you know what you're struggling with financially or what your financial abundance may be, there's lots of different ways to give. And it's not the amount, this is the point I wanted to try to make out of this, mm -hmm. the, the, it's not so much the amount that God is concerned with. You can still have a generous heart, and, and it, it's not just about dollars and cents. You could be a much more generous person and give a fraction of what somebody else gives financially speaking, but you could be a much you could have a much more generous heart than the one who who has a lot more money and may have given a lot more on paper. Mm -hmm. He may be writing off a lot more on his taxes, but that doesn't doesn't necessarily make them more generous, not necessarily. Right. And so there's some interesting things that I think we can get into here about grace giving under this new covenant in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, but I, I suppose we're getting close to the end of our shoe. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, this one's done. We're done uh, for this week. And you're right, we didn't get into what we were going to talk about, but that's the wonderful thing about God's grace, as we've talked about before, that uh, we just kind of got off to talking about some other things. I, I think it was ben it was beneficial. This whole conversation was beneficial for me and hopefully for other people listening as well. And so, yeah, we'll get into some uh, stuff from, I think, 1 Corinthians and some stuff from 2 Corinthians next week, as well as some other things right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.